0: Ollie got a call fairly early in the morning. Not super early, but like 9 o'clock. And it was the mayor. He said, Ollie, we've got a situation. I said, okay, what's going on? He said, well, it's way too hot. I said, um, it is hot today, but that doesn't really feel like something I, as a detective, can deal with. I said, no, no, you don't understand. I don't need you for your detective stuff exactly, well, sort of. <clears throat> but you've dealt with a lot of big monsters and strange things, and I I thought of you first. See, it's not just hot because it's hot. It's hot because it's a giant rampaging light bulb. I said, "Okay, a giant rampaging light bulb," you said. Yes, not just any light bulb. I think it's incandescent. Can't even buy those at the store anymore. But this one's enormous. It's cooking the whole city like a giant easy bake oven. Well, I said, "Well, that 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 sounds bad." Um, okay, where where is this light bulb? It seems to be floating over downtown, pretty near the courthouse, actually. So not that far from City Hall. I said, all right, um, yeah, do you want me to take a taxi down or do you want to send a police squad car? He said, there's already a squad car waiting outside your building to take you downtown to it. I said, all right, cool, cool. So all I got is stuff. I thought about it. It's like, look, all right, let me think about what this possibly could be. So he put together a bag, with some ideas of things he might want to deal with this kind of situation. Uh-huh. He went outside, and there was a Nita squad car waiting for him. It's one of his friends, Officer Gibson. said, Ollie, we need your help again. I said, Officer Gibson, always good to see you. Clement, I'll take you to, well, where we can kind of see what, I'll take you downtown. He said, all right, Officer Gibson, give me a briefing. What's going on? So, well, we saw this thing, we noticed it first early this morning. Before the sun rose, it was already bright down at police headquarters. That's where we first noticed it. We didn't think much of it, but yeah, it was like four in the morning, and it shouldn't have been already dawn. but there it was, bright. So a couple of us went around and kind of followed the light, because it did seem to be kind of a sharp, harsh light, And there was this big, I don't know what else to describe it other than a giant light bulb floating. You know that kind of green space in front of City Hall by the courtyard or by the uh, courthouse? I said, yeah, yeah. Well, it's like floating over that. And I mean, making it bright is one thing, but it's really hot. Already by, I don't know, 9 a.m. or so the trees in the little green space have been starting to scorch and the grass is turning gray just making everything downtown miserably hot it's putting off so much heat I said, huh, okay okay and is it, you know, connected to anything? it's hard to tell, it's hard to even look straight at it I said, alright, um yeah, that makes sense but we need to make a stop. We need to go over to Howard Street and stop by Wally's wizarding supplies. Alright, you got it. Now I didn't actually need any magical equipment, but Wally had an assortment of special sunglasses. Because sometimes some of this wizarding stuff, there's a lot of bright lights involved. So I knocked on the door while he came downstairs. Well, I live in an apartment above the store, so he's kind of always there when he's not up on some sort of adventure. Oh, oh hey. Hey, what's going on, man? Ooh, kind of hot today. I said, yeah, yeah, I need I need some sunglasses that would let me look at the sun. Oh, yeah, I mean, okay, sure, hold on a second. You can borrow my pair. Yeah, you, really, you want a cup of coffee? I said, uh, a little short on time. So no, it's cool. I've got it on a timer. It's already making itself. It makes, I'll just pour you a cup. You can take it to go. It's cool. <laughs> so I wandered back into the shop. Poured all that cup of coffee. And got these, just regular coffee. in a little paper cup. And, um... Yeah, gave them sunglasses, which were more goggles than sunglasses, really. They wrapped all the way around. Luckily, they were adjustable because, you know, an octopus's head is not exactly the same shape as a person's head. Well, I said, all right, those should, uh, those should do you. Good luck. Ugh. Call me if you need anything else. Thanks. So they got back in the squad car and headed downtown. Officer gives it the, all right, this is about as far as I can get. I don't think I can really drive safely right up to it. No, that's fine. Um, Why don't you wait at the sidebar, and then if I need you to take me somewhere else, you can help me with that? said, sure, sure. They've got me on all the octopus detail today, so I am at your beck and call. You have my phone number still, right? I said, yep, yep, I have it. Great, great, good luck. I got out of the car with his bag, sipped his coffee, put on his sunglasses, and he walked towards City Hall, and he got her on the block. Man, it was bright and it was hot. All he had brought along so several water bottles because he was worried about the heat drying him out. You know, octopus can't get too dry. He went in and took one and he sprinkled some water on him, himself. With the sunglasses on, he could see a little more clearly. It was indeed kind of light bulb shaped. But what was more important to Ollie in that moment was that there was a long tether coming not quite from the bottom, but about, I don't know, 3% of the way up the side, leading to the parking garage right by City Hall. The whole thing was probably eh, three or four stories tall. And it was indeed light bulb-shaped. So if you can kind of imagine the proportions, it didn't have a metal base like a light bulb was, would. Um, but that's where the tether came out. And so I followed the tether, went to the parking garage, and up on the top floor, there it was, tethered to a big concrete block, next to a van. Well, I knocked on the door at the van. Excuse me. Hello? Anyone inside? And a strange little man rolled down the window. I said, "Yes, how can I help you." I said, yeah, I'm here um, on behalf of the city investigating this giant light bulb you seem to have tethered to your concrete block. I said, "Oh, I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just parking here. I don't have anything to do with all that." I said, "Yeah, all the same. It's a little odd. You're." The only vehicle up on this top floor of the parking lot. I don't see what that has anything to do with it. Well, the concrete block is right next to your car. Yes, it doesn't prove anything. You can't prove anything. I have nothing to do with it. I said, here, you seem to be misunderstanding something. I'm not a police officer, I'm a private investigator. I don't necessarily need to prove everything every step of the way. I know for sure that you're involved with this, because why else would you be here? Moreover, before I even knocked on the door, I already picked the lock to the back of your van so I can get back to the back and open it up before you can even stop me. And we could do it that way, or you could tell me what's going on. I said, Oh, meddling octopus, fine, fine. Truth is, the truth is I'm scared of the dark. I said, what? I'm scared of the dark, so I made an artificial sun. I made an artificial sun so it wouldn't be dark, so I wouldn't be afraid of the dark at night. And it works really well, and this was the big test, and I'm going to, you can't stop me. I said, okay. Okay. Well, I need to stop you because you're killing the plants and you're baking the downtown and you can't just make an artificial sun in the middle of the city because you're afraid of the dark. There's better ways to deal with that situation. Well, you say you're not a policeman, so I don't have to answer to you. I said, fair enough, fair enough. So what happens if I cut the rope? What? No, you can't. I started to walk toward the center block. At the concrete block. I said, ah, I'm pretty sure I can. Looks like, what, steel cable? Yeah, I've got something here that'll cut that. He walked over and started to pretend to saw at the rope, like more of a steel cable. Stop, stop, stop. No, you can't. Why? What'll happen? It'll float off. It'll, who knows what, I mean, it'll, uh, it'll, it's not good. It'll blow up? I oh, said, so you seem unconvinced of the blowing up. How's it floating? It's... It's a nuclear reactor. Must excuse me? You didn't think I was powering it from a cinder block, do you? It's a nuclear reactor inside. I've got it tuned up to make light. It'll burn bright. For 40, 50 years at least. And how's it floating? Well... You're not going to believe it if I tell you. I said, why don't you try me? I've heard all sorts of crazy things. I'm also using the power from the nuclear reaction to decouple it from Earth's gravity. I said, huh? You see how it's pulling toward the sun? I've managed to make it orthogonal to the gravitational waves of Earth. So if you let it go, it's just going to float into the sun. I mean, it'll take a while. It's not going very fast but it's no longer affected by Earth's gravity, it's only affected by the sun's gravity. I didn't realize that was possible, I said. Well, it's my invention. I said, that, that seems amazing. It seems like that could be immensely helpful for a million things. Oh, what do you mean? I mean, you could use that to bring stuff into space. You could use that to make satellites. There's all sorts of amazing things you could do with the technology to just decouple something from the Earth's gravity. Do you know how much energy we put into floating things up in the air for a year? Oh, I see To me, I hadn't thought of it that way. Shh. Tell you what, can you shut it down? Can you bring it down? I said, oh, uh, yeah, but I'm still afraid of the dark. Well, here's the thing. It's 10 o'clock in the morning. It's going to be light or in the middle of the summer. It'll stay light here in Baltimore until like 8 p.m. And I bet we can have you back inside where the lights are on before then. In the meantime, I know a lot of people that would love to talk to you about this gravity invention. What about the police? I get the feeling they won't be pleased. I think... I can work out a deal. Hold on, and Ollie called up Mayor on the phone. Said, "Mr. Mayor, I've got this uh, light bulb situation figured out, but I need you to cut a deal." Said, All right, I'm listening. What's the, what's the deal you need, Ollie? I need you to agree not to prosecute this guy, and in exchange, you can have ten percent of the profits from making this thing a commercial product for the city's annual budget. I said, well, that's a lot to think about. I said, no, no, got to be right now, Mr. Mayor. Sorry. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. You have my word. 10% of the profits from commercializing this giant floating light bulb, and I'll tell the police not to mess with them. Do you ever hear that? all that? I did. That's amazing. You have the mayor's cell phone number? said, oh, yeah, the mayor's the one that hired me. So how do we power it down? Well, first got to reel it in. But, like I said, it's just floating there. So we work together. We can pull it in. And they started hauling in on the rope. And I said, man, that thing's getting hot. Is there any way to turn it off before we get there? I feel like it's going to cook us both before it gets close enough. Oh. Yeah, sorry, sorry. He went into his van, and got out of a little black rectangle, and pressed a button on the black rectangle, and the light went out. Now pull fast! And all I saw why, because as soon as the light went out, the balloon started to sag, being called against again by Earth's gravity. So they pulled, and they pulled, and they pulled, and they pulled hard, and they got it onto the roof of the parking garage. Before, you know, it was too late sagged under the roof. And the guy ran over and held up the piece that was a nuclear reactor as the rest was sort of a, you know, soft bag-like material like a hot air balloon. I said, well, I guess I shouldn't have flown an unregulated nuclear reactor over the city, huh? Well, I said, it's generally frowned upon to pilot unregulated nuclear reactors over a major U.S. city, yeah. But, hey, I think we're going to be all right. I'll wait for the uh, mayor to come. Should we go get a cup of coffee? And that was Ollie in the case of the rampaging giant light bulb.